Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by ListenNotes.com, so you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us. As we see things happening, which the Bible clearly tells us they will be happening in the final days, we also see a major problem developing in the body of Christ, discipleship, rather a a lack of discipleship. The global church is experiencing a discipleship crisis where as few as 10% of youth in our Christian families and churches are considered as having a clear and resilient faith and increasing numbers are leaving the church every day. We need an awakening by God of all the generations in the church today to see things from from God's perspective and discover how, how he would have us intentionally and proactively work together to more effectively nurture our children to become resilient, lifelong disciples of Jesus. Amen. To help with this effort, our guest today is leading an effort to make that happen. Harry Brines has over 38 years of experience serving as a missionary on a local church pastoral team with children, youth ministries, family ministries all over Europe. He's helped launch youth ministry networks in Europe and in the Organization of European Ministry Conferences. He has served on several international partnership initiatives over the years through Action International Ministries. He's also a John Maxwell certified team member with specializations in youth and parenting. Praise God. Help me welcome to the program, Harry Bryce. Harry, it is so good to have you join us today. I appreciate your time, brother. Well, Bob, it's just a, an incredible privilege for me to be with you today and with your, your audience. So thank you for just giving the opportunity of sharing uh, what you know what's on my heart and, and what I've been learning myself as a father, as a, as a leader, and working with uh, some incredible people passionate about the next generation. Amen. Amen. Well, the first question I always start with is this. Other than that brief information I just shared, can you tell us in your own words, who is Harry Bryant? Well, you may detect by my accent, I'm not from the U.S. I'm, in fact, originally from Northern Ireland, of the U.K., but I've been a missionary in Belgium now for, well, coming up to 40 years, and uh, that's where I'm currently living and, and serving, and my wife, Catherine, she is Belgian, and uh, we have been married now since 1988, so 35 years, and have two right. adult children. We are both married and serving the Lord with their spouses, but no grandchildren yet, so I'm not into that season, but so, so much looking forward to it. Yeah, amen. And, yeah. Uh, I have seven grandkids. and Wow. Uh, you know, the saying that, you know, the grandkids are the best, and if I would have known all this, I'd have had them first, is true. That's <laughs> you know? not the first time I've heard someone say that. <laughs> the best thing about the grandkids is, you know, when you get tired of them, you send them home. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
Praise God. Our grandkids are great. Amen. Well, we were so grateful to have uh, Catherine's parents uh, so close and our children uh, had a wonderful relationship growing up with them and they've had such a powerful impact in our children's lives. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, it sounds like your heart is deeply rooted in youth ministry from what I was reading. What motivated you to focus on this very needful area of ministry? Well, I was writing a thesis and uh, working on a master's degree in missiology with uh, a UK um, university. And it was really during that period when, you know, I was just struck by what I was reading, seeing more and more of the need, as you know, as you mentioned, reading also of some of the, the comments of others who were writing about the discipleship crisis, the family ministry crisis, and really seeing, well, but at the same time, there were some amazing uh, resources and tools and ministry models that I was seeing, which were proving effective and fruitful. So it was really on my heart to, to share these, these models and to share some of the biblical insights that I was gaining and in working with others and, and, and reading of what they were discovering. And then, so really it came to how could I begin to share that? And so there really was the vision for a book, which quickly also expanded into really having a platform where a lot of that content could be shared uh, through YouTube. So began a YouTube channel last year as well to, to share some of the content and really impact many more many more people yeah uh, that's yeah because I've been working with leaders uh, in representing different evangelical evangelical alliances but uh, it was very challenging for leaders who were very much stretched to share a lot of the great resources with their, their networks with their different denominations. So both through the book and through the YouTube platform and the Facebook group, really it's an opportunity to really involve and engage with top leaders who are leading churches, denominations, ministries, but also with parents who are also uh, seeking to raise their children and uh, in the faith and to be strong disciples. So this was really part of the vision, uh, which just spurred me on and also more and more every day as, as I write and as I do interviews and add content onto the YouTube channel. Amen. Amen. And, and you know, other than the fact that the children of today are going to be the leaders of tomorrow, why is it so important that these children grow up as disciples of Christ from an early age? Well, because really it's what happens in those first years which are decisive to just how effectively the children uh, know Jesus personally and walk with him. Because I believe children are really born with a, an inherent faith, but that faith needs to be nourished and, and fed. You know, Jesus used children as an example. He said that their faith uh, is something which really is a model for us. He talked about children as being uh, the these little ones who believe in me, and really warning us about the danger of 
how easy it is to to lead them astray in different ways. Yeah, um, amen. Sometimes totally unconsciously. So, um, but having said all of that, you know, as a parent myself, you know, I've learned through the ups and downs of parenting and made my own fair share of mistakes. And if I were to start over again, I would do many things differently and give more importance to what helps our children know Jesus yeah. intimately and to walk with him daily. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So, That's why I tell people, you know, when you know, they're like, oh, I have my first child and stuff. And say so it's not about the third one is where you start getting it right. <laughs> but I think parents need to be new, when we're new to having kids, <laughs> we're learning as we go. <laughs> yes. And we feel out of our depth. We feel, you know, fearful, but yet. You know, God has really equipped us with what we need. And we just need to really come before him and let him teach us as we go. And just through our own daily walk with him to, to learn and to, to then apply with what he's teaching us, depending upon him, praying for our children, surrounding them in prayer and as a, as a family and as a church. And that, that that's a, a really foundational element as well yeah sometimes when i when i talk with with groups with parents and leaders you know i ask them to imagine uh you have a family of 10 children <laughs> that's pretty exceptional uh but just for the sake of the story imagine you have a family of 10 children and they're on an adventure trail or hiking trip uh, you go equipped with all the necessary camping gear you've got the guidebooks the food supplies all you need and then you return from the adventure a couple of weeks later with only one child still with you. Uh, the others having strayed off or chosen other seemingly more enticing trails. So would we consider that as a successful trip? Would our goals be met or would we be thinking our parenting strategy or such a case needs to be reviewing? And, you know, as you mentioned earlier, um, the fact that Again, this is um, really what uh, David Kenneman and Mark Matlock of the Barna Group really emphasized in their book, Faith for Disciples. They really revealed that the global church is experiencing this discipleship crisis because only 10% you know, of youth uh, in our Christian families and churches are considered as having a clear, resilient faith. Whereas, whereas in the same context, they also reveal that over twice as many, 22%, have become prodigals, mm. having turned away from the church and from God. So this has, has left many parents and church leaders feeling devastated, defeated, and discouraged by this reality, and leading even some pastors to leave the ministry. So really, in seeking to understand what we can do with our younger children, you know, you've underlined the importance of this awakening, you know, for God to, to awaken us to, to what we can do and the resources he has given, the examples and models that we have in Scripture. And again, you know, it's increasingly recognized that this, this is a family crisis and it is an urgent uh, matter to deal with and should yeah. become a top priority in our churches and families. Amen. You just mentioned that, you know, less than 10% of the youth in our churches today are considered 
resilient disciples. Can you explain for our audience what a resilient disciple is? Well, it really is a, a young person who knows their identity in Christ. They know that God loves them. They have come into a personal relationship, trusting him. And it's a relationship which is being fed and growing. And uh, they are of a heart to, to share God's love with other people. And they're seeking to, to grow as a disciple, but also to evangelize and to disciple others. Even, you know, in their, in their own way, um, in an age-appropriate way. But whereas the vast majority are really just unconscious or are really uncertain, lacking confidence, lacking assurance in who they are. Uh, and that just leaves them, you know, with uh, just lacking that personal, intimate relationship with Christ, knowing him as, a, as their personal Savior and Lord and seeking to follow him. Well, is it possible for them to realize that, you know, what their God-given talents and abilities are, their their purpose in life, et cetera, from a young age? Well, certainly, you know, there are personality traits that can be identified and even some uh, some personality tests that can, can be done even for, for children. And certainly we can learn a lot about each other and a lot about ourselves, but really fully understanding how God has made us and that's where if we are living with Christ, if we have the Holy Spirit living within us, then he really reinforces that sensitivity and really leads us to grow in our faith. And as, as we see him responding in our, to our prayers and uh, really moving our hearts, uh, revealing things to us that really only, only he could do. And uh, as we in the environment of the family, where that is sharing from the youngest age, you know, parents and siblings, then that's something where we, we grow in that awareness of how God works in our lives, works differently, uh, but really leads us on and deepens our hunger to know him. Yeah, yeah, amen. amen. You know, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. They know me and they follow me. So, you know, we need to help our children to become sensitive, to recognize Jesus' voice when he is speaking to us and to identify, recognize the difference when it's simply our own thoughts or whether it's ideas of others so that, you know, we clearly recognize when he's speaking to us. Yeah. And we're encouraged to share what he's saying to us, what we're learning from him. Uh, as I said, first in the family and then, you know, in church settings with other friends and, and peers and very often it leads to sharing stories which, you know, lead other children to, to want to know, to know God and to know Jesus in the way that they seem to know him. Yeah. Amen. That's so true. You know, you're writing a book called The Generational Awakening. And can you share a little bit about your book and, and how this is going to help in the area of discipleship? Yes, well, the, the book aims to encourage, equip, and to empower pastors, parents, and practitioners, maybe teachers or volunteers working with, with children and youth, and as we lead our families and churches to intentionally and proactively raise a generation of resilient, lifelong disciples of Jesus. 
So the, the approach is the book outlines a vision and a strategy to achieve this. So first of all, introducing fresh biblical insights, uh, sharing fruitful models in the 21st century cultures, and, and then practical resources and opportunities for families and churches to engage in, in local and global community transformation initiatives. There are some wonderful initiatives that we can be connecting with, just even as an individual person or a family, uh, or as a church, and really get mobilized and encouraging together. And then there is additional content provided for those who are equipping tomorrow's Christian leaders in Bible colleges right. and theological seminaries, because that's where we need to be uh, implementing these things and really sharing them so that you know we're not just following old models which have not been proving so effective, but really we're on the cutting edge of what God is doing and what we're learning from each other within the global church. Amen. Amen. And today, well, the global church today has never been so strategically well positioned and resourced to accomplish this together in what I believe could be the greatest season of revival in history. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you believe that the global church as a whole is experiencing a discipleship crisis right now, right? Yes. Yeah, explain that. Well, when I hear feedback from uh, partners and colleagues working in different regions in Africa, in Asia, Latin America, North America, Europe, Eastern Europe. They're all sharing the same challenges because, you know, we're in an increasingly uh, global village where our children and young people, especially, who are really using a lot of the social media, um, they're consuming a lot of similar content, which is much, much more the of the, the world's view uh, of values and, and of God. And so there's our culture in across the regions is increasingly toxic and anti-Christian. So that's contributing to the, the struggles and the challenge that that represents for the church. Yeah, amen. Amen. I couldn't agree more. How does your book address this issue, though? Well, first of all, there's the content which really helps us to really uh, put into practice in a family context and in a local church, you know, what the guidelines the Bible gives us to train up a child in the way they should go. And so that when they're old, they will not depart from it. And it's really as, as families and church communities, like the two wings of, a, of an airplane, they're both essential and necessary to really help our children to, to, to learn to soar themselves, discover their identity, and really enter into a deeper and uh, fulfilling relationship with God and discovering his purposes. So uh, the models and examples in the book and those which are shared on the YouTube channel, um, there are videos I do with, um, with pastors and leaders, ministry leaders, parents, uh, those who are teachers, those who are working with special needs children, uh, those who are theologians, uh, but all sharing some of the insight that they have received and what they are learning, and with some incredible examples of what God is doing, which are simply inspirational. Yeah. Whether we are a parent or whether we're a young person or a child, even 
And that, so it's really to be able to share those as families and as, as local churches. So that content is on the YouTube channel. Uh, there are five main sections, top resources, top events, top worship, top movies and TV, and uh, as well as the interviews. And then these are arranged in 17 thematic playlists or podcasts. So they include different areas which people can then maybe focus on because you know their, um, their specific need or interest or concern is, is represented maybe children's ministry, family ministry, youth ministry, mm-hmm. Bible or prayer or evangelism, discipleship. There are gospel videos. There's material helping uh, to develop apologetics, being able to understand and to explain our faith and share our faith. Amen. Particularly in today's culture. And then uh, sections on church growth, leadership, education, theology, special needs, and financial discipleship, and uh, kingdom creation care, and kingdom entrepreneurship. So all of these Amen. themes we need to be really exploring and, and developing and uh, exciting ways with our children. Yeah, amen. How long have you been doing the YouTube channel? Well, I started it uh, just at the end of last summer. So mm. up until the end of the year, there were 2,000 views. So since the beginning of this year, there are now over 10,000 more views. So Praise just over 12,000 views at amen. present. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. And oh. new content's being added every week. Amen. So you do like a weekly uh, post on YouTube then? Uh, yes. Well, even, even several times on well on YouTube, uh, usually one interview mm-hmm. among the content and then through the Facebook group, different posts, anything anything new coming up. And uh, if people tell, tell subscribe. Tell us about your Facebook group. Tell us about the Facebook group. Well, the Facebook group is for really for anyone, a parent or anyone concerned to really uh, learn and, and be able to share or people can ask questions in the Facebook group. And uh, so we can be sharing and learning from each other. So that's a community which is just steadily growing, just over 150 members now. So but it really I encourage people to join that. And uh to register on the website, so it's totally free, and that way people can sort of be informed and uh, up to date with things, and uh, hopefully share with others. Amen. When will your book be released? Well, I'm. Um, if it's not at the end of this year, certainly very early next year. But it's um, everything is just going more slowly than I expected. But uh, I think it's important that. Part of before the group the book comes out that uh, there's already a lot of good interaction and we're building anticipation I hope for right, yeah, for yeah. that whenever so that when it does come out people will find out very quickly and will be uh, really excited to share that. Mm-hmm. Amen. And and do you have a pre-order page or anything like that for the book? Well, uh, not at the moment, but okay. if people register on the website, the the generationalawakening.com, then they simply register. It's totally free. And then they will receive a, a link whenever the book is ready, ready to come out. They will receive a link Amen. to be able to download a Kindle copy for free. Amen. And uh, I would encourage them to be able then to, to leave a review. So they can get a free copy that way. And then there will be probably a few days where it will be 
available free for, for a wider public, and then uh, there will be a just a, a very uh, modest price for the book afterwards. Because the aim is to impact as many lives, as many families and churches as possible. Amen. So at what stage in the publishing process is it? Are you still like finishing up or is it in editing now? Uh, I'm still finalizing the, the first draft. Okay. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I know how that is. I got a book that I'm in that it's written. Now I'm going through with the first edit. And it's a it's a time consuming process. <laughs> it really is. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, yes, Harry, this, this is challenge. just so interesting. Amen. And your information that you're providing is so needful in this day and time that we find ourselves living today. You know, the soon return of Jesus is like right around the corner. And if someone wanted more information or wanted to reach out to you, how can they do that? How can they get in touch with you? Well, uh, they could use um, the easiest email is simply Harry, H-R-H-A-R-R-Y at thegenerationalawakening.com. Okay. So that's if uh, they want more information or they want to just communicate with me. Mm -hmm. And then, as I said, they can go to the website, thegenerationalawakening.com, and they can find information, they can register. And uh, on the, up at the top, there's a link to the Facebook group and to the YouTube channel. Okay. Which then people, if they join, then again, that will give more opportunities to interact, to discover the material. And if people have material that they want to recommend or people they would recommend I interview, then that's that's also great. This is amen. it's very much a, a partnership, a team initiative. Yeah, amen. Now, you also do like workshops and training and stuff, right? Well, I have been doing it on a local basis. Mm -hmm. uh, where I am, I'm based in French-speaking Belgium, so a lot of what I do is in French. Uh -huh. And I'm looking forward to having with the website, the book, uh, also available in other languages. Mm -hmm. The content that people can, can they can follow the videos with in other languages as well. So that's something which is in the process of really being uh, being introduced. Okay. So really, so the impact will be much wider, and uh, you know, again, the content. There's some amazing stories there, which uh, really help to illustrate and apply. Uh, can I just give a couple of examples? Yeah, absolutely. Praise the Lord. Well, as I mentioned about um, you know the importance of developing the intimacy. In our relationship that we and our children have. Uh, for example, whenever we've taken a commercial flight, beginning before we take off, the, the flight attendant gives us some uh, instructions, safety uh, instructions to follow. So if, if we hit turbulence, then they, uh, the mask fall down and we're then told to put on our masks. And if we're a parent with a child, then we're told to put our mask on first before we help our child. So that just underlines the importance of having that sort of life-giving oxygen. And it's same with parents with our children. Uh, our desire is to help them. Then 
we we have to be living with the sort of the living oxygen we receive from the spirit as as we walk with with Christ and uh, then we can help our children to also put on their mask and yeah. to know how to really survive and thrive with what God provides because uh, as it said children do as children see and so it's so true in many areas so if they see perceive you know that we're walking with Jesus in a very personal intimate way uh, and modeling that and sharing what we're learning and growing then that will be something that they will they will also desire and hunger for and experience and we can encourage them in that and one of the tools and models that uh, people can discover on the website is the for example, the interviews, I did two interviews about the prayer covenant and the power of the prayer covenant for, for kids, for children. And one is with uh, Candy Marbley, who wrote the book, uh, really outlining just the ways in which children can have a prayer covenant relationship where they enter into a much deeper knowledge and relationship with Christ. And allow the Holy Spirit to really uh, model their hearts where they experience also the compassion of God for others, a heart to share the gospel, and really a, the desire to pray and intercede for their friends. And that comes out very powerfully in the interview with Candy. And then there's some wonderful models. Uh, there's a story of a young boy, Thomas, this is in, Af in, in Togo, Africa. Uh, his story is presented in a video as part of that interview. And Thomas, he not only was he an orphan child, but he was also a handicapped child. He, he was paralyzed. Uh, he couldn't walk. But he was in a village where uh, children were sharing the gospel through the prayer covenant and initiative in that village with, with the pastor. And Thomas, he came to know Christ, and his heart was transformed. He discovered his, that he did have value, that he was part of a wonderful family, God's family. And he shared that with his friends, story of a young, another young friend, Alexis, who uh, really then helped Thomas. He carried Thomas around to other villages. And uh, where they both shared the gospel with other children. And in his village, a church was planted because of the children's work through a prayer covenant initiative. And you discover other stories with um, Elias Apatogbo, who represents the prayer covenant in Africa. Again, another interview which really demonstrates the power of the prayer covenant. And uh, those resources are available for free download. All the information and links are within the interview as well, as the case for other interviews, resources are there. Uh, so th those are just a couple and all of those examples. Are available through links on your website, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. And they're in within the, the sort of the text below the video mm -hmm. on YouTube, then people have the links and other information. And I'll put links to all this in the show notes below because this is really interesting. And folks, as Harry Bryans has been sharing, discipleship was the one thing 
Jesus told us to do. He didn't say, go get people saved. He said, go and make disciples. But we've lost that somewhere along the way. Most churches do not do either one anymore. They're just, it's like a social club now. Don't, uh, don't shut me down when I'm preaching good. You know what I'm talking about. The program, the book, et cetera, that, that Harry Bryans is putting together is so needful in this day and time in which we live. Discipleship is the key to everything. As we shared, the youth of today are the leaders of tomorrow. So we need to reach them now before the world reaches them and influences them. I mean, they're going to have a tough enough battle with Christ in this world, let alone without him. Amen. I urge you to drop down the show notes below. Reach out to Harry Bryan's. Check out the links below. I mean, click on them right now. Get in touch. Check out his Facebook page. Check out his website. Watch the YouTube videos because they're really interesting. They really are. Ask some questions. Get involved. Praise God. Help him in his efforts to reach more and more and more for Jesus. Amen. Harry, thank you again for coming on the program today, brother. I do appreciate it so much. Well, Bob, thank you again. It's just uh, wonderful. To, you know, this is a, a an opportunity that obviously the door, the Lord has opened up this, this door Amen. to be able just to share that vision, uh, to, to bless others. And that's, you know, what I say at the end of each video. It's really to encourage people, um, just let's multiply God's blessing together and intentionally and proactively raise our children and then to share the video links with others, the story, and, and really just get involved in, at whatever level, get involved to, to pray, get involved to, to promote the, the links, get involved to, to play with the content, to interact with the content. And then if God lays it on your heart to, to also pay it forward, to be involved sure. in supporting the initiative, um, information, all the links for that are all available on the website. Yeah, amen, amen. Praise God. Folks, this has been good. Harry, again, I appreciate your time today. Uh, I, I know you reached someone somewhere with a word today, and, and praise God for that. Amen. Folks, that is all the time we have for today. For Harry Bryan, myself, Pastor Bob, remind you to be blessed all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcast. Share your unique insights and connect 
with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success. Thank you.